Hey guys, welcome to our Friday episode of Kit Alakai the Podcast. I'm Olivia. I'm Michael. And we are here recording in our office because um, we don't have access to the studio right now. So mm. apologize if the sound quality sounds a little different. Yeah, this whole coronavirus thing is kind of making changes for everybody and that includes us as the podcast too. Um, our studio access is sort of not existent today. We'll see how it goes in the future. Hopefully we'll be able to have access and bring in guests and have the same quality as before. But, you know, it's, it's kind of it's kind of a difficult time trying to figure out all of the, For sure. the ways we're going to handle this new normal with the coronavirus. Yeah, and we just want to k- try to keep the podcast going as much as we can. Uh, Michael and I are pretty passionate about this, and it's really fun. So we're going to try to keep it going and keep it consistent. Um, we also have another... Uh, few other things to talk about um bruno went home so every friday episode it'll just be michael and i and maybe a yeah well we'll we'll figure out what we're gonna do for friday episodes we might yeah. bring in um a, a third person mm-hmm. just to, to even it out again but we'll see how that goes we'll just we're kind of playing it by ear right now mm-hmm. as pretty much everybody else is because this whole thing is uh has not happened to the world for a very long time yeah so my first pandemic (laughs) everyone's trying to figure this whole thing out and and figure out what to do and how to navigate it but that's about it we've also launched our social media so we have an instagram page and a facebook page Mm -hmm. on facebook you can find us at klkai the podcast and on instagram it'll be at klkai pod that's klkai pod yeah olivia did a great job with putting all the social media together making some Thank some you. first content for us so it's it's gonna it's gonna be good i'm really excited about it yeah it's so yeah just follow us there and we'll keep you guys updated so we're, we're excited yeah whenever new episodes go up you'll see it there first and then of course if you follow us on instagram you'll see it there mm-hmm. and there's also links in our bio to our spotify and our apple music so exactly perfect it's all there um so yeah michael and i just want to have like a little talk like our normal uh friday episodes so um, we just got back from New York, and we were just... Yes, we did. Yeah, we had a blast there, um, even though everything shut down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was kind of surreal. We went there for the College Media New York 2020 convention, which is uh, basically all of the college media um, organizations, like the KLKI and different ones from all o- other colleges. They come together in New York City, and we have a uh, convention we go to workshops and we learn about different Mm -hmm. skills we hear from industry professionals things like that and how to make better content for our audience and also just how to be better journalists better writers better editors better whatever we're doing so it's uh it's a great it's a great convention there's not a lot of people there this time yeah i think probably one of my favorite parts of the convention was um just being with people are doing the same stuff as us uh-huh. Like, similar stuff, not the same stuff. But, like, it's just easy to kind of get overwhelmed with writing and being a part yeah. of the magazine and everything. But uh-huh. it's great to be able to get together and have these really cool com- uh, conversations with people. Um, and I loved, we had these things called affinity groups. Yeah. Um, they're every afternoon where, like, it was just a little, little discussion kind of where we sat in a circle um, and we just talked about different topics. Like, I went to one about, like, women in the media um, and that was super fun. So it was just, like I said, it was just great to come together and just realize we're not in it alone. So I think that was really fun. Yeah, I actually was a big fan of the affinity groups. Uh, I went to on my first day of the convention. We, it was supposed to be a three-day convention. It got <laughs> cut down to two 
because of the coronavirus. So yeah, it was it was interesting. <laughs> it was a first time for both Olivia and I to go there, and it was not the way that it usually runs. So, mm-hmm. but it was still a great time. Uh, like I said, I went to an affinity group my first my first day there, and it was really interesting. I went to one for um, African Americans, and I really, I really, really enjoyed it. It was only five of us in there, um, but it was just it was cool just to talk to people because I don't know if you BYU Hawaii people know this, <laughs> but there's not a large African American presence uh, at this campus. Not anything really wrong with that, just but that's just kind of the way it is. Um, but you know, it, w- it was good to talk to people who are in kind of the same field as me right now, mm-hmm. um, and get their takes on on issues and just to see how what what it's like at their school. I talked mm-hmm. to some people who who go to Georgia State and they said that they have about. 90 people in their college media organizations and yeah. I said wow that is a lot more than we have here that's for sure I think we have 20 25 something like that it's yeah not, it's not a whole lot but, but it's we a, have a good team yeah it's a tight-knit group and yeah we put good stuff out so it's I'm proud of our small our small staff yeah and there's also a lot of other um staff or people there that had small staffs as well we were talking about that and like I said, it was just—it's just great to come together and talk to people that are successful in this, and that they want us all to, you know, network together and everything. That, I think network is kind of a loaded term, networking, but I, mean, I think it fit right there. I mean, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I always feel that those kind of terms—it depends on you as a person. Like, if mm-hmm. you're being genuine, like I want to learn about this person I want to have a connection with this person then mm-hmm. it's not like weird but if you're just like I only want to get to know you for my resume mm. then it's yeah. not it's all about motivation for me yeah. but that being said I mean we didn't just spend our whole time in New York at this convention center <laughs> we, we spent actually you know most of it out in New York City exploring and, and seeing what there's to see in this huge great city on the east coast yeah it's my first time on the east coast so it was pretty fun yeah so okay it's your first time on the east coast give us your impression of new york city okay so you know how there's that stereotype that east coasters just like don't care about other people and like they're just not nice on the street and stuff as an east coaster i resent that um as a west coaster i can confirm it (laughs) but i aside of that i love new york i thought it was very great i grew up going to san francisco all the time though so it's still like my city but new york was very fun yeah and i mean I wouldn't expect you to love New York more than your hometown <laughs> after being there for what four or five days. But no, I don't. I don't think East Coasters really have a stereotype of being like mean to each other. I've always felt like East Coasters are very kind and um, very, you know, personable. But that's just me. Maybe just because yeah. I'm from there. I don't know. It was just like, it, like I'm used to just walking down the street and people smiling and like oh, well, not I mean, necessarily yeah, like it's, talking. It's just it's just a different environment, different yeah, different place. But we're not here just to talk about people from New York. She roast them. That's not. I wasn't trying to roast them. I was just saying. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get into what was your favorite thing that you saw in New York City? Favorite thing I saw. Oh yes. Um, I think probably one of my favorite things. Um, we went to the Apollo Theater, and that was one of my favorite things. But also, I loved Time Out Market, which is this little not little but this really cool old brick building in brooklyn that is like a huge eatery place and it, it's just like cool it really pretty arched windows and it was overlooking the brooklyn bridge and it just had a bunch of really cool places to eat in there and i i was very pleasantly surprised by it 
Um, but yeah, and then also the Apollo Theater was super fun. Do you want to talk about that? Do I want to talk about the Apollo <laughs> Theater? Um, yeah, we'll get back to that in a second. I just want to mention Time Out Market. Gosh, that place is... It was, uh... I was not excited to go there. We were, <laughs> we're going to go to this, um... This pizza shop. And, and we walked there, and, and they said they only took cash. And so then <laughs> Olivia very quickly said, Let's not go here. There's a better place somewhere else. And I was <laughs> very annoyed because I said... I, we've been wa- we'd been walking um, in Brooklyn for about 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> just looking for food. And so I, we found this pizza place, and I said, I'm, I'm eating here. This is... I decided I'm not going anywhere else. And then Olivia comes along and says, no, we're going to go somewhere else. I was, I was very... I did not... I was not a fan. Um, and then we walked into the timeout market, and I saw the building, and I said, oh, wow, I already know what kind of place this is. And I walked in, and I said, yeah, this is exactly the kind of place that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and I was not... I was not happy about being there at all. We walked all around the first floor, and I said, gosh, nothing here looks delicious at all. Why did we come here? But then we went up to the second floor to the rooftop, and they had some more selections over there, and ended up getting something at this pizza place called Juliana's. <laughs> best pizza that I had in New York City. I'll just put that out there. Mm. It was amazing. I loved it so much. It's super simple, just the, you know, pizza dough-based, thin crust, um, tomato, tomato-based. Wasn't it margarita? Yeah, it was a margarita pizza, yeah. so with mozzarella cheese and basil on top, and it was, it was fantastic. It wasn't anything fancy. It was just simple and, you know, the way it should be. Mm. All the flavors just... You could taste everything because there wasn't too much stuff. It, mm-hmm. was, it was it was great. I quite enjoyed it. And the atmosphere there was really good. So even though I was uh, pretty upset, uh, good job, Olivia. Yeah, moral of the story is... Is what? I, I pick good places to eat. <laughs> but yeah, I love that place. Um, something that's funny is that, like, I'm such a foodie when I travel. Like, my mom and I sometimes base our vacations around, like, places to eat. So, like, I love finding places like that. Um, Because, like, it's easy to just go eat at, like, Olive Garden or, like, the Cheesecake Factory when you're on trips. But, like, it's so much more fun to find those little nooks and crannies. Yeah, I don't think any of us were trying to eat at the Olive Garden or cheesecake factory well I was yeah you know <laughs> what I meant but like um it's just fun to find those places that you're never going to find anywhere else I guess so yeah I mean it's true it's better to eat at places that are local to the place that you're going to that sounded very obvious what I just said so <laughs> I apologize for that but yeah I love that so um I think probably one of my other favorite places we ate was waffles and dings yeah is that how you say dings, dings? probably that's that's how I read on the on the sign. <laughs> that was actually one of the least favorite places that I ate For at. reals? Yes, I was not actually overly impressed with it. Oh. But go on, tell me. I mean, every, everyone who's listening know Olivia loves waffles. All things waffles, she loves it. <laughs> so she might be a little bit biased in her review of the place. I'm probably very biased, but I do love me a good waffle. Um, but these are Belgian waffles. And if you don't know what a Belgian waffle is, it's like, a, it's like a crispier waffle, and it has, like, sugar on the inside. And it's just... Like little bites of heaven, it's so good. Um, and it, what I got, I can't remember what it's called, but it was like just a, one of those Belgian waffles, and it was topped with a bunch of like homemade whipped cream and like chocolate sauce and everything. And it was just, oh my gosh, it was just heaven. And it was in where was that in the? It was in the Lower East Side. Olivia, Lower East Side. Olivia had a hard time the entire trip figuring out where we were. I thought we were in Brooklyn for most of it, but then we were, like, in Soho and... Yeah, we were in Brooklyn, I think, one time the whole trip. Yeah, I, I don't understand New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a pretty simple city, but... 
people from the West Coast might have trouble there. But yeah. no, yeah, like I said, I wasn't overly impressed with with um, waffles and things. I actually really loved St. Clinton Street Baking Company. Mm. I I really loved that place. Yeah. I ate chicken and waffles there, and it was the first time in years since I was in high school that I'd eaten chicken <laughs> and waffles. And I was a little bit wary to eat it because the first time that I'd had it, and up until then, chicken and waffles had been. It's always been hit, hit, hit. I'd never had a bad chicken and waffle, and I was worried that, uh-oh, if this, if this one is not good, then I don't know what we're going to do. Um, and so when we when I started eating there, I, I said, well, I was weary, but it was probably the best chicken and waffle I ever had in my whole life. I also had a waffle there, and it yeah. was a blackberry waffle, and it was also topped with a bunch of homemade whipped cream. So I was very, I was a happy camper. We had some good food on that trip. Yeah, it was, it was. As far as uh, food goes, it was a very, very good trip. Sometimes I feel like that's all we did. It was just eat. Yeah, we, we ate a lot of food. <laughs> but I think, for me, one of the highlights of, of, of the trip was our visit to the Apollo Theater. Mm, yeah, we can talk um, about that. It was, it was uh, something that's always, not always, but it's been important to me to go over to, to Harlem. Just because that's such a, uh, it's an important place in black history with, of black art. Um, you have the Harlem Renaissance there. You have kind of the birthplace of all of these great legends. You have Ella Fitzgerald came through the mm. the Apollo Theater. Michael Jackson started out there. Even um, there's, there's just so many so many people who played there and came out through from that part of New York City. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, obviously I'm not standing up on the stage, but just being in the theater and knowing that so many legends had been on that stage before. Singers, comedians, what well, you name it. It's it's, uh, it's a special experience. Mm. Yeah, it was super cool. Because um, we went for amateur night, which yes. I, I think we were both a little interested in. Maybe a little, we didn't know what to expect, really. Uh-huh. But it was very fun. Um, and I think probably one of my favorite parts of it was the crowd interaction. They, like really got us involved in it because it really could just been like we're watching people sing but like they're just like yeah like it's a dance party we're all here in the Apollo theater together and I just Uh thought that was super that was just so fun um we also had like a super cool MC. he was super fun yeah he was he was uh, a very funny man I don't remember I don't remember his name um it's like Capone or something yeah it was was, yeah it was something but he was a funny guy and he what he did well is he, he had great energy is what mm, he is what he had. Yeah. He just kind of like he kept everything alive, everything flowing and he mm-hmm. he never lets you feel like kind of like that lull that might come after you see like a performance and mm-hmm. then you just kind of like you drop your energy. He always made sure that it felt like your energy was rising all the time. It was uh, a great job by him and a great job by everybody who performed at the Apollo. Yeah. And I think another thing that I loved about it, um, was there'd be different times where they'd just kind of have like a jam out session and stuff like that, and it was really fun. And they had these really cool signs that would come down from the ceiling, and they just light up. And some of them said like Apollo, and other ones were like Amateur Night. And I just thought that was like, it was just had such a good ambiance there. Yeah, Olivia loved the signs more than I did. I mean, <laughs> I mean for me they're just you know they're signs, but she, I have a thing for neon. Yeah, she, she yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, but but in all honesty, the Apollo Theater was was it's a magical place, is what it is. The mm-hmm. energy that you feel inside, it's just like buzzing. It's such a small, it's like an intimate theater. I did, I hadn't realized that I'd seen so many like comedy special shot at the Apollo, and it mm-hmm. always looks like such a huge, like magnificent place. But you walk in there, and it feels pretty small. It feels like oh, I, 
these people are on the stage they're not that far from me mm-hmm. and it, it's I really enjoyed that aspect yeah. of it too that it felt we were all having fun together yeah like yeah. wherever you are wherever you're sitting in, in that theater you're right up close yeah I I loved it I love New York I think it was I think we just had a, maybe too much fun there but it was very fun <laughs> yeah no it was uh, it was a lot of fun and I and I enjoyed pretty much every moment of it so yeah I'm I'm glad we went. But obviously, we can't talk about, you know, a whole week's worth of New York in yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah, we got to wrap it up somehow. Podcast. But I guess for future announcements, like Olivia said at the beginning, uh, we're going to be trying to make sure that everything is is stays the same mm-hmm. with our upload schedule, Tuesday and Friday shows. We'll see how that goes. We're taking this day by day with the whole coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have our social media um, where you can stay updated with that. And again, that's KLK Podcast on Facebook and then KLK Pod on Instagram. And we'll post that in the bio of this episode as well. All right. So, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.